This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Today we're going to continue with part two of Attributes of an Eagle. Let's begin. Nine, eagles know their identity. Eagles fly with eagles. Have you ever heard somebody say, I'm an eagle, but they're flying with the crows. They're flying with the pigeons. They're flying with what we call the stink ducks. They're not an eagle. In their mind, they're an eagle, but they're not an eagle. In our mind, we can do all things. In reality, a lot of people can't do too much. It's all in their mind. It's different if you're an eagle. You can put into practice what you have learned, what you have become, and you can be a conqueror. We should always be growing, always alive, adding to our talents. Again, not stuck in a cesspool or swamp. Decaying and dying, being not willing but strong and capable to do battle against the enemies of Jesus Christ and our nation. You know, I don't mind praying for people. We need to call on the elders and pray one for another. But there's also a part where we need to know how to pray ourselves. All of us need to know how to pray ourselves too. As I said, eagles fly with eagles. Eagles don't fly with sparrows, chickens, turkeys, crows, pigeons, ravens, and other small birds. The Bible tells us that whoever you hang out with is who you become. Do you hang out with a winner? You become a winner. Do you hang out with a loser? You become a loser. We want to become true eagles, leaders, people who do not get discouraged with the circumstances around us or the negative talk and lies being spoken by traitors in government and the media, etc. We don't want to follow or be influenced by negative, misled, ignorant, rebellious, or treasonous people. We want to have the courage to lead, to speak, to be calm and calculated in making decisions to win the fight we find ourselves in and to salvage our nation, save our families and friends, by certain slavery. It's going to take an eagle if we're going to save America. Eagles saving nations. The sparrows, the chickens, the turkeys, the crows, the pigeons, the ravens are not going to save America. They're going to cry and weep when things turn out into disaster. It seems like hell is hitting America. They're not going to fight. They're going to run. They're going to hide. Their tail feathers are going to be blown off. They don't know how to fight or how to soar, how to conquer. All they know how to do is cry and weep and bellyache and complain and curse. We as spiritual eagles know who we are in Jesus Christ, how to use our weapons that we possess through the word and the Holy Spirit. 
Stay away from the faithless, narrow-minded people who bring you down instead of building you up to accomplish the vision. You know, anybody who works for me knows I hate excuses, especially if they're the same excuses every single day. Don't think you're an eagle. You're not. We can be, unless the Bible's a lie. But we've got to do what I've just read. We've got to focus. We've got to be determined. We've got to be tenacious. We've got to learn discernment. You say, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Then have some discernment. Have some common sense. Be resilient. Know your identity. Don't eat dead prey. Be faithful. Be focused. Have excellent vision. Be bold, courageous, and fearless. Be nurturing. Ten eagles test relationships. The female eagle tests the qualities of her potential mate to sire her offspring. She takes a piece of bone and flies high into the air and suddenly drops the bone. The male eagle will fly down, catch the bone, and retrieve it back to the female. This process continues until all the male eagles get tired of this test and fly away, leaving only one male eagle left, who did not give up, but persevered. This becomes her mate. In other words, the strong mate to produce other strong offspring. As Christian eagles, we too must test people to make sure we are not being deceived with ideas or proposals and strategy or plans before implementing them. Some people only give ideas right from their belly. There's no discernment, no wisdom there. It's just what they think is a carnal person. We must develop high-quality, mature people filled with the wisdom, characteristics, and power of God to help us save America and other nations from tyranny, slavery, possible imprisonment, and death. Great leaders like Abraham, Moses, King David, President George Washington, President Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, and others, including Jesus Christ, the greatest leader, all had the attributes of an American bald eagle. Nations and empires used the symbol of an eagle with reverence and importance. The Romans called it Jupiter, the king of the gods. It was a Roman legion's insignia, representing power and courage. In mythology, the eagle carried the soul of humans to the gods. In ancient Egypt, the eagle symbolized the goddess Nikbet. And the pharaoh's civilization. In ancient North American cultures, the eagle was prominent. The eagle was a sacred bird in many indigenous American cultures. And they were held sacred among many Native Americans. Both in the United States and Canada. President Abraham Lincoln used the bald eagle as a mascot during the Civil War. And the eagle accompanied Company C in the 40 battles. According to Wikipedia, the bald eagle was chosen on June 20, 1782 as the emblem of the United States of America. Because of its long life, great strength, majestic looks, because it was then believed to exist only on this continent. The eagle represents freedom. Eagles saving nations. Freedom! If we can start another great awakening. Eagles have extreme vision. They see another eagle soaring 50 miles away. The greatest leaders are visionary. If you don't have a vision for the future, you're no leader. The vision keeps them focused on tasks and responsibilities in front of them to accomplish the goals and objectives of the vision. The challenges and battles in life do not stop the determined and dedicated eagle. The eagle's fierce loyalty, resilience, and faithfulness to family causes them to know the identity of their peers and allies as well as their enemies. 
Dr. Buckhart will know, as he's talked to me over different things, different people, some I will take their calls and some I will not. It's a waste of my time. They're not a supporter, they're nothing. Just taking my time away from the main focus. With all tenaciousness and nurturing skills, they raise up strong, wise, and focused offspring. These eagles will defeat any foe as long as they soar to greater heights and glory with boldness, courage, and fearlessness. They will tackle and defeat any obstacles in their way until their lives and freedoms are guaranteed. What are we doing? We're sounding the alarm. We're giving warning. We're giving clarification. We're pointing out sin. We're pointing out tyranny. Fearlessly on our television programs, radio programs, social media, websites. Again, egos will defeat any foe as they soar to greater heights and glory with boldness, courage, and fearlessness. They will tackle and defeat any obstacle in their way until their lives and freedoms are guaranteed. Give me liberty or give me death. That's the attitude of an eagle, of a true ambassador of Jesus Christ. Give me liberty or give me death. I will be a martyr, but I'll fight until I'm a martyr. We're talking about spiritually to turn this nation around. Like Jesus Christ, most apostles and prophets in the Bible, and many other great leaders, plus millions of other Christians throughout history, including today, who are true followers of Jesus Christ, eagles have died for their faith. Millions of martyrs have died. They died defending their faith instead of denying it, including contemporary people like so many pastors and Christians in the American Revolution, fighting to serve God as they believed, instead of slavery under the king of Britain, ruling over the colonies of America. Christians like Dietrich Bonhoeffer resisting Hitler and the Nazis in Germany, or Watchman Nee resisting communism in China. Like President John F. Kennedy, who had a vision to see the United States of America free from tyranny and control of international bankers and secret societies. After signing Executive Order 11110, to remove the control of the Federal Reserve banking system and return constitutional money to the United States, he was assassinated, becoming a martyr, fighting to have Americans free from international tyranny. Read my articles, Eagles Saving Nations, part one through five. My website, www.worldministries.org. Especially read part three on the assassination of President Kennedy. Yes, true, Christian leaders would die for their faith if necessary. Psalm 103.5 quotes, Who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Isaiah 40.31 states, But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. One of the goals and objectives is for members of eagles saving nations to wait on the Lord and allow him through the word and the Holy Spirit to daily renew our strength so we can fight this spiritual battle for the survival of the United States of America. In turn, our families will be saved from tyranny, disease, imprisonment, and death. Let's read the few scriptures below that I'm going to be reading to see the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Most churches have minimized, and over 50%, literally, the mainline churches have literally rejected this need, which Jesus said was a requirement to represent him effectively as his ambassador. See, that's what we're focusing on, eagle-saving nations, to get into the stadiums, football arenas, 
civic centers and having people filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They continue with that relationship with the Holy Spirit becoming stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger, more powerful with the gifts added on them. They become warriors to lead another great awakening to turn back tyranny. Only this will save America. Acts 1, 2 through 9. Until the day which he was taken up after he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith, You have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said unto them, It's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. When he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Luke 24, 49 through 52. Behold, I send you the promise of my Father. But tarry we in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. See, the instructions are the same. Don't even try to represent me until you're endued with power from on high. You'll fail. You can't go out and do miracles. Only I can do them, so I have to live in you. You have to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and on a continual relationship daily eating fresh meat. Not dead, disease-filled worms. Daily, the Word of God. Daily, the Holy Spirit. Fresh meat. Not just living on what I speak, but what God speaks every day. I will send you the promise of my Father, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany. He lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. They obeyed what he said. He said, don't go try to represent me until you are endued with power. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. See, I don't think my live audiences that I conduct a weekly staff service, you don't see me allowing people to speak unless they're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Just have you seen who I've invited for 20 some years, 22 years? I don't need to hear you unless you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because not everything you say is even correct. I value the importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And you're not even supposed to try to represent me until you're filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus said. So don't think you're much of a scholar until you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Jesus spoke unto them saying, All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Matthew 16, 15 through 20. He said unto them, 
Go you into all of the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Now that's quite a statement if you don't think it's important. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, sat on the right hand of God, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat on each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Joel 2, 28 through 29. It shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and your handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. Ephesians 4, 8 through 32. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same that ascended far above all heavens, that he might fulfill all things. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come into the unity of faith, out of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every whim of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. You're not going to be deceived by an eagle. He'll be head and shoulders above wisdom of most men. He'll be performing signs and wonders. You'll see miracles in his ministry. You'll see him being able to cast out demons. He's not a scarecrow or a sparrow. Henceforth were no more children tossed to and fro. Every whim of doctrine by the slightest cunningness of men, craftiness, where they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into grown into all things which is the head, even under Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted that every joint supplieth. According to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, testifying in the Lord, that henceforth walk not as the Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, became alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Who, being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, to work all uncleanliness and greediness. But you have not learned so in Christ. 
If so be that you have learned him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you put on the new man, which after gone is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be you angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that steal, steal no more. But rather let him labor, working with his hands, that things which is good, that he may have to give him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Grieve not the Holy Spirit, whereby you are sealed in the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Proverbs thirty seventeen. The eye that mocketh his father and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. We will defeat all those that mock and defame those in godly authority. We dishonor our parents, adults, and you only see this usually in America. Those that come from Africa and in Asia, they see how adult children treat their parents and they are aghast. They can't believe it because they wouldn't be tolerated overseas. The other family members would probably drag you out and you would be repenting. Only in America do you see adult children treat their parents the way they do here. In a hedonistic, hedonistic, self-serving society. Hedonistic, meaning self-serving. Living for self. Yes, we as eagles shall come against all who inspire rebellion against our constitutional rights. These progressive communist constitutionalists want to destroy the home by teaching against the morality and biblical values that Christian parents are teaching their children. Thus, these rebels are teaching children and young adults in the public schools and universities the values and beliefs of communism in order to topple the Republic of the United States of America which is supposed to follow Judeo-Christian morality and values of God. They are purposely pushing a very immoral agenda with the intent of destroying traditional family units that protects and preserves a nation. They want to remove the authority of husbands by promoting free sex, alternate lifestyles, and increased welfare amounts for women without husbands. America is being led many times by Jezebels who have neutered the man into a steer instead of a bull. Most men can no longer lead as they have become silenced from their traditional roles of spiritual priest, provider, and protector of their wife and children into a dysfunctional human being. This spirit of lawlessness is everywhere in America and spreading throughout the nations due to our movies and news media as well as our politicians who give all ultimatums to foreign governments to adapt certain values and policies or have their aid cut off. Please subscribe to Eagles Saving Nations so we can get back to these traits, traits of an eagle. We can focus on the third person of the Trinity. We can have football stadiums, NBA stadiums, national arenas filled with people 
focused on Jesus Christ with the third person of the Trinity being taught and trained the attributes of a warrior. A gold eagle, you can go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org, and click on Eagles Saving Nations. You say, what can I do? You can subscribe so we can rent these national football stadiums, etc. Golden Eagle is only $50 a year. Help pay staff and cover expenses to set up Eagle Saving Nations. That is nothing. If you can't afford $50 a year, you're spending your money really bad. I guarantee you I can evaluate most people's home for a month and come up with $50 for you. Probably just quit drinking your bottom coffees. Very easy. Bald Eagle, $22 a month. White Eagle, $220 a month. We can, every person in America, I don't care who you are, you can subscribe to one of these. And if you fail, I think you're failing God. Don't ask God to help you when the, everything hits the fan and you lose your freedom. Because you could have taken part in trying to have another great awakening instead of spending money on yourself. If we don't stop this insanity, you're not going to have money. They're pushing a great reset. You're not going to have anything to spend on yourself. It's over. God help us all. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.